Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 263 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. What is that, our sin? Talk about video games. Talk about video games every Thursday of every week. We gather around the virtual water cooler, discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, Arsene Lakpa, the first shield of Atlanta. Hello, everyone. It's me, Arsene. I just want to say that Atlanta is my sole uh, protection. I will be the sole protector, and I will make sure that no harm comes to it for the entirety of my life. I swear on my life that I will protect the city. Hold on. I got something for that. One second, one second. What do you have for me? Hold on, I got you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Dang, that was a Broadway performance if I've ever seen one. Maybe not Broadway, yeah. but uh off Broadway, off Broadway. Off Broadway. What's the what's the theater in uh London? The in famous London, the Globe Theater? That's the one where was... William Shakespeare was making stuff? Was that the is that where Shakespeare was? I know like didn't uh uh, who's the dude who plays Professor X? Didn't he also do theater for a bit? Uh, 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 what? Oh, Patrick. Sir Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Hold on. We're going to pull it up real quick. What is his, uh, his, uh, theater? Theater. That's what yeah, we want to know. Where was he at? Okay. On stage, on screen. Theater. Where was he doing was stuff? Theater right? in London, England. National it's Theater. It's got to be the Globe Theater. It got to be the Globe. Well, that was a great Globe Theater performance there. Thank we did, you, we did thank a big you. old segue for no reason at all. And, you know, that's unfortunate because we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. This is going to be a review heavy day. All right. Uh, as I prefaced in the Discord, I beat Final Fantasy 16. Uh, you have beat Final Fantasy 16. We're going to talk about our final thoughts on the game here today. Um, also, I have beat Viewfinder. You have beat Viewfinder. We're going to talk about final thoughts on that game as well here. And I played a little bit of Sea of Stars. I don't know if you've been able to crack it open yet. I have not yet. Uh, so I'll do some very, very, very quickie impressions. And I do want to talk about, since this is a very, very special holiday, I would almost say, Starfield release <laughs> day. We've been waiting for this day for years. Like we've been, this day has gotten punted multiple times. Uh, it's been hyped up from hell and back. I think it was announced maybe like six years ago. Twenty eighteen, more. Twenty eighteen. So five years ago, this damn game was announced, and we're finally upon us. And I'm hearing good things, but we'll talk about and bad things. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, let's start with the small beans and build up to the Final Fantasy sixteen review because that's what I know people are here to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're getting that at the end, baby boys. Uh, before we get into everything, obviously, if you guys want to stay engaged with the podcast, you can join the Discord, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. Uh, link is in the description. Also, if you want to help donate and support us and costs, the Kofi link is in the description as well. Uh, also, uh, Brendan, if you want to make demands, you have to donate. Those are the rules. Uh, so this episode <laughs> will release at its normally scheduled time unless you uh, donate to the Kofi link, uh, which you also, probably didn't. Because you're not going to hear this. Yeah. Also, I got to give a shout out to Jose. Because we said last week, if I didn't give a shout out. Yeah. Then, wait. Or was it this week? No, it was was if Jose hadn't posted in the Discord by this episode. 
then I would give him a shout out. He's never given another, he's never getting another shout out. And if he did post, you would have to pay him a dollar. Oh, if he did post, wait, oh, I would have to pay him a dollar. I thought something like that. I think it was like, if he did post and we didn't give him another shout out, then you right, have to pay right, or right. something like that, something like that. But uh, thank you for bringing that up, Jose. You are officially banned from ever getting another shout out. Sorry, Jose. Sorry. To undo the damage, you now have to donate a dollar to the Kofi <laughs> to get your name unbanned. A <laughs> uh, dollar minimum to get your name unbanned. Sorry. Let's you go. had one week and you ruined it. So uh, we're putting up the next person in line. I'll let you choose. All right. Who do you think should be? the next person to start the shout out chain. I will go ahead. Well, I'm going to give it to Brink because I know he will be listening. Mm. Um, mm. And I think it'll just be good to, you know, kind of because if we if he posts, then people will start to get a little bit of, you know, they'll be like, oh, what's going on in the episode? Okay. What's, what's happening? Okay. He okay. could be our, I mean, our guy. Who knows, though? Brink could be behind. He could be behind. So Very I'm, true. I never know who listens to what. Sometimes I'm I'm seeing oatmeal posts talking about, oh, I like this episode. I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know you were listening <laughs> Shout to out oatmeal. So I, don't, I don't know what's going on. So, Brink, you have been selected this week. Same rules apply. You're getting your shout out in this episode, and you will get a shout out at the beginning of every episode as long as you notify us in the Discord that you heard this. So, there you go. Brink, Easy. you're on the shout out chain now. Uh, all right. Shall we get into it? Let's do it. Do you want to start with Viewfinder or do you want to start with Sea uh, of Stars or Starfield lead up? Wait, uh, I'll let you pick the topic. Wait, what are we doing in Starfield lead up? Just We're just going to little... talk about the game, talk about thoughts. Maybe we'll do that right next to Final Fantasy. So Viewfinder yeah, or Sea of Stars? Final... I will... Let's start with uh, Viewfinder then. Okay, Viewfinder. Uh, I did post my full thoughts on the game. It's a pretty lengthy review, actually. Link longer than I expected um, hmm. on camppause.com. So go check that out if you uh, want to go ahead and give me the impression. Uh, but I, to be honest, I don't care uh, if, you, if you just <laughs> just just go check it out if you if you're interested in what I had to say. But uh, what are your thoughts? How did you land on Viewfinder? Viewfinder uh, kind of not want to say threw me for a loop, but I it hit me in ways that I didn't expect. You know, I think that there were Mm. lots of moments where I was like, Whoa, that's crazy. What we're doing in the game. I thought that it was going to be a simple, you know, kind of more akin to entropy center and portal where we have like the central mechanic of this camera that we're building upon. Um, when Mm -hmm. it kind of opens with that, but then this game kind of deviates from that. It takes more of the super liminal approach where they're kind of throwing all these different types of, you know, brain busting optical illusion effects at you um that really get you thinking in order to solve these puzzles um and i really like that i I, at first i was like wait a minute where's my i want to see more of this camera gameplay i want to do more you know take more pictures and you know fit use that to fix my solve my puzzle Mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day i didn't you know you didn't necessarily need all that especially you know it was only three three and a half hours three yeah three and a half hours to beat the game so i did appreciate that we were able to kind of you know get a nice little medley of different puzzle styles throughout the whole game. So overall, I thought it was straight. Uh, story-wise, didn't realize there was going to even be a story. Um, I thought it was, pre- it was pretty cool. I don't have too many crazy thoughts about it. Uh, 
I don't know if I want to spoil the central theming behind it because I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's something that I don't know if you spoiled it in your uh, review or whatnot. I did not. Okay, you didn't talk about it, so then I won't talk about it either. But I thought it was a very uh, fascinating little uh, thing that they decided to use viewfinder for the story they were, you know, deciding to tell. Um, and then when I got to the ending, I was like, "All right, that was nice. It was a nice game." Okay. What about you? So I kind of agree with what you're saying here. I think on the gameplay, uh, I think I might even be a little higher on it than you are in terms of how I framed my praise and that I thought the gameplay, how it was executed in terms of like what they promised it to be was, I would say near perfect, nine out of 10. Um, I thought that the, camera gameplay mechanics were executed very well and basically throughout the entire game like my perception on how it was used was always changing and it was always changing for the better like uh, at the beginning it starts off pretty simple uh to the point where you don't even really have the camera at the beginning you're just kind of focused on the photos and i think that was smart to introduce the player uh, to just the mechanic on how to use the photos. Eventually you get the camera and then things start opening up a lot more. You start getting even more freedom on, on how you want to solve these puzzles. And then like after that, like things kind of just start going off the rails in terms of surprises and mechanics where how you use the camera uh, and like the things you take photos of really evolves and you have to start getting really creative. Um, to the point where by the time you get to the end, you unlock some really sick mechanics that kind of completely evolve the gameplay, but not enough where it just doesn't make sense or it's too confusing. It's like, oh man, I get how this builds on everything I've done. And in between point A and point B, there's a lot of like random deviations, point one A, one B, where you're like, oh shoot, like this is completely different than stuff I was just doing. And like, yet it still makes a ton of sense. So I really enjoyed the progression of those mechanics. And I like that almost every level, every hub area you went to, it felt like the mechanics were constantly evolving. Um, so I think like they, especially for an indie game, they like delivered on their promise of like this whole perception perspective gameplay, and then gave you a lot extra. Um, only thing I would have wanted was maybe more, bonus levels, more challenging levels. Mm. Uh, there was maybe like one level that got me stumped. There was one where like the terminal was like, it was a bonus level and the terminal was like on its side, but then it was like, and you only got one photo type thing. It was kind of, it kind mm. of threw me for a loop, but every other challenge, I don't know about you, but I only took maybe like five minutes max for a lot of the smaller challenges especially a lot of the main missions as well uh the final puzzle took me a couple tries but other than that it was pretty smooth sailing how did you feel about the difficulty i thought yeah i kind of agree with you most of the times it was like a five minute uh per level type thing but there were I want to say two, like, you know, sub levels, you know, how they have like the little sub levels of each thing, mm-hmm. uh, two little sub levels that I sat there and I was like, what are you, what do you want me to do? And so I did mm-hmm. have to use the hint mechanic. Ooh, and then okay. I was like, I was like, Oh, and like, and it was, so it was, I, I don't know if the hints were just really like, uh, well written or if, you know, I was just so close to, in, to figuring it out, but mm-hmm. it would literally be like, I would see like the first couple of words of the hint. I'd be like, bro how did i not see that 
and yeah, phone. Okay. I, then I was I was able to get unstuck fairly uh, easily. Uh, same with the, the final level as well. It did take me uh, take me two tries to get through. Um, maybe three. I thought I thought it was a uh, sick little final level. They you know kind yeah, of nice. They time you. Uh, it's not really a spoiler, but they they time you on the on uh, solving a couple of puzzles, and yeah. the way you have to like make your way through. I think really uh, was creative. So yeah, I think I broke the final level. Like I did something, and I was like, this does not seem like. I feel like I cheated, but they let me do it. So. I did. Like, I did a cheat as well. In the final okay. Level. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll talk about it offline. But uh, just to close out on this review. Also, similar to you, I'm also more extreme to you on the story side, where I'm extreme in the opposite direction, where I did not like the story at all. Whoa. Um, like, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't I, bad. Like, I, thought it, I thought it was bad. Like, uh, that's what I said. That's kind of how I, like, I kind of went in on the game in terms of the story. Like, I thought the gameplay was really good, but then I thought, like, the surrounding elements didn't really live up to my expectations, particularly because like within the first 15 or 20 minutes, there is like this story type beat slash gameplay type beat where I'm like, Oh shoot. Like this Mm -hmm. is kind of crazy. And I feel like nothing else lived up to that little thing that they set up at the beginning. And like the sticky notes, I'm picking up these sticky notes. I'm like, this is just nonsense. This is boring. This is (laughs) Not adding any value to my perception. It's not. It's not supposed to add value. It's supposed to show what was going, like what the artists that were in this world were going through. This is their workspace. I mean, You're just a I visitor. Yes, I'm like, but I'm also listening to the audio dialogues, and I'm like, this feels like high school drama class reading lines back and forth. High school like, they're like, drama. They're like, Tom, please just come with me to do this thing. I'm like, oh, what? What? What are we talking about? So I was not into it. Uh, I'm glad to hear that you were. Uh, so now I'm thinking maybe I was too harsh on it. But yeah, I just was not immersed at all um, with the with the story beats. So I landed at a seven. You so landed at a seven? Yeah. Wait. Seven. What? I I figured that the gameplay would have bumped you up higher. I thought this is definitely an eight for me. Yeah, I mean, typically how I frame my seven versus my eight is like an eight I see as like, yeah, I would recommend this pretty much to anybody, like anybody, okay. whether you're a fan of the genre or not. That's who I recommend this to as you get an eight. But I'm like, if mm. you're not a big puzzle fan and you do need some of those other aspects to kind of help sell you on the game, I feel like they weren't there for me at least. So like if you like in my eyes and I say this in the review, if you really like puzzles, if you're a puzzle enthusiast like you and I, you're going to like this game regardless. But yeah, if you're somebody who's just jumping in for the full experience uh, and you're not necessarily in love with puzzles or anything, I don't know if this game will scratch that full itch by the end. That's just my personal opinion. Okay. Probably, okay. You know, I mean, spicy. shit. Little spicy. What you got to do. Spicy. What you got to do. Uh, Let's, oh, let's one, switch gear. Oh wait, yeah, go one, ahead. Real go ahead. quick, I do want to bring up the. Uh, I don't know if you saw the. I guess it's considered an infamous clip um, for when this game first dropped of uh, mm-hmm. Vinny from Vine Sauce. Um, I don't know if you know who he is. No um, 
All right, there's this you know guy named Vinny. He has a yeah. YouTube channel called Vine Sauce. He played the uh, was playing the the opening uh, of Viewfinder, and mm-hmm. immediately as soon as he got hit with uh, the first line of dialogue, it was a oh, very cringy, <laughs> forespoken ass looking at dialogue. Hold up, you, did you just shift reality? Yeah, and he immediately goes to the pause menu and turns the volume audio down. That I think was still so tragic for the devs because like people, yeah. so many people saw that shit and was like, well, I guess that means we got another force folk in our hands. We're not gonna play this yeah. shit. Yeah. And it's like, dang, bro, give the game yeah. a chance. There's just one little clip. And yeah, I didn't think the dialogue was bad in that way. I just didn't like. I just felt like it just felt like artificial to me. It just felt like, oh yeah, these I are got you. video game dialogue that. We're using the fill the time or whatever, but dang, you didn't think they were real people. Hell no, I didn't think they were real people. Real people trying to solve a real problem. Come on, man! By the time I finish, there's like this whole ending, and I'm like, all right, so what? And we get the revelation. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I I don't care about what you're telling me. Yeah. Um. Anyways, let's switch gears real quick. Another game that we were. Highly, highly hyped for this finally dropped. CS Stars drops uh dropped this past Tuesday. And everybody pretty much everybody has access to it now. It's on Game Pass, it's on PS Plus. So uh if you own a console and you are on one of those programs, you should be playing this game. There's no excuse. Um I've played just a couple hours of it, maybe two hours, two, two, three hours of it so far. Um this game is gonna be special for sure. Uh, I can already tell um, right off rip one thing where I'm like, this game is already like reaching elite levels is the music. The music is great. Fantastic. Like the tracks got me bopping my head. Like, and it's to the point where like, it's not even just the battle music. It's just not even the, the menu music or the idol music. It's like every time we switch scenes pretty much, I'm like, okay, like, there's a char- a random character that pops on the screen. Not a random character, but kind of like a side character pops up. And he has his own theme music or whatever. <laughs> or maybe, it was, I don't know, I think it was his theme music. But I was like, hey, I was turning up. And then there's a moment where, like, you have dialogue, something happens, and they turn it off for a second. And they turn it back on. I'm like, hey, let's, let's go. go. So, uh, yeah, the, the soundtrack has me super hyped. Uh, the visuals are fantastic. And, uh, yeah, it does some, it's doing some good things. Like the gameplay is, is interactive. So they have you like pressing buttons. Like if you time this right, you can reduce the damage you take. If you time this right, you can increase the damage of your attack. Like some of the special Super attacks. Super Mario action. Like, yeah, exactly. Some of the special attacks is like, oh, you have to like time this right. And like you keep timing it and like the timing speed. It's like a bunch of little mini games within the actual RPG combat. Uh, and there's like type, uh, type matching and stuff that you have to do. Did you play the demo? I did play the demo. Yeah. Okay. So you, so you already got like a a good idea of like what they're doing, but it feels great. Like I'm very excited to see what mechanics they have in store. Like I've already done the fishing, fishing feels fun and, and good. There are like some mechanics to do with like in world puzzles kind of kind of deal there's chest and stuff that you find it's doing all the right things uh in terms of like an rpg slash i guess not a jrpg an rpg um and 
I'm already, I already can tell the same reasons why I fell in love with Chained Echoes uh, earlier this year. And Chained Echoes became one of my favorite JRPGs slash RPGs that I played in a long time. I'm starting to see those same qualities here in this game. So if, if Chained Echoes gets qualified for my end of the game, end of the year conversation, which it may, may not, we'll see how we, how we, uh, like, uh, figure that out. There might be some competition for RPG of the year. Oh, I mean, okay. Actually, I don't know because we got Starfield right around the corner. Apparently, Baldur's Gate three, which I may or may not actually get to. Uh, Chained Echoes, uh, Sea of Stars. It's gonna be a good year. So, highly recommend. Whenever you guys find time, check out Sea of Stars. It's gonna be a good one. Excellent. I'm looking forward to get my my little hands on it. I want to yes, try sir. it tonight, but. Eh. Oh, I have to. I mean, all you really gotta do is boot it up, like start the game, and then just let the music play. That's how you gotta mm, do. It. Okay, okay. The soundtrack. I let it ride. I, I guess. The, I guess the composer from Chrono Trigger, and he put his whole ass right. into that soundtrack. I was like, oh, I, you know that meme where it's like, I'm sorry, I wasn't familiar with the with your game. That's <laughs> me right now. I was like, oh, I didn't know he was on it like this. What the fuck? Um, okay, so that's great, but. Obviously, Sea of Stars, unfortunately, is going to get overshadowed by one of the biggest releases Yay. in quite a long time. Uh, and I don't give a fuck. We're going to have to revisit the game, the best year in gaming conversation. Because right now, 2023, it, like, it didn't feel like it was going to be the best year in gaming at the beginning of the year. Like, I knew there was some good stuff, but... Now that we're on the other side, we're nearing the end, and it feels like we haven't even gotten started yet. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to re revisit this conversation later this year. But Starfield, obviously, people have been talking about it for forever, and it's finally almost here. Uh, I want to just you know celebrate the release by talking about your plans for the game, your plans for how you want to play your character, X, Y, and Z. Um, obviously who knows how much time you'll be able to put into it. I'm sure you'll find time as you always do somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, what are your, do you have ideas on how you want to play your character? What you want them to look like? Are there any mm-hmm. perks that you remember from the direct that you're excited to put on? Um, how, what are your thoughts currently on your Starfield journey? Damn. I don't remember specific perks or, you know, kind of like, or yeah, traits, I don't any I perks or traits. Yeah, I don't remember them uh, okay. too well. I do know, I do have a, an idea of my character. I'm okay. kind of envisioning John Marston mm, of uh, Space okay. John Marston. I want to be able to have like you know that. Uh, okay, I've got my little ranch, my space ranch, my space cattle as a space cowboy. But you know, I'm kind of a little bit of a bad boy too. You know, I you know I was I used to run with a tough crowd. I'm trying to run with the you know with the little pirate boys a little bit. But at the end of the day, I come home to my you know my companions. I come home to my my farm and get the you know and I you know take care of the farm. So that's that's what I'm kind of thinking. You know, okay. that's I guess it's like a very broad thing right now. I don't know exactly how close I can get to that because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, sometimes I do end up playing a little goody two shoes just because I, I, I like being good. I like doing good, but yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to break out of it. I'm gonna have to be a little naughty, a little here and there. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm kind of think I'm gonna go for like the, like loyal, but 
like cutthroat CEO type dude where Ooh. I want to have my operations sturdy, right? I want to have okay. like, I don't know how many little space bases you can have, but I want my space bases running at full optimal capacity. <laughs> I want it to be pumping out credits. I'm going to have like a little monster ranch where I'm like, breed, I don't even know if you can do this breeding monsters or, or alien creatures. <laughs> and like, if somebody like tries to fuck me up, double cross me, like mess with my money, it's over. You're gone. Look, Gustavo Freen type character. Yeah. It'd be nice oh. if I could even send people out to, to like, do hit some people. I, you probably can't do that. Shit, I'll, I'll take things into my own hand, though. I'll take things into my own hands. I, I'm gonna be like, if somebody needs help, I'm there. I'm I'm gonna you know support people, do whatever. But hey, I don't have time for no nonsense. If I need to get an extra buck, I'll lie to you, do whatever you need. My operation. I want to be. A credit billionaire. I don't know what the currency is. I want to be a billionaire. Okay. I so, like that. That's my thoughts. There, the perks I remember from the deep dive, only two I remember were uh, the loyal fan. You can have like the loyal fan like run okay. up to you and like be with you the whole time, which I probably won't do. But there is like, I, I do remember like the family man perk or something like that, or like the, the one where you can interact with your parents. And I, might put that oh, one on there. The where, like, I think if you do it, there's like the side mission where you go to your parents' house and like you'll have to like, you know, support your parents <laughs> and whatnot. I'm that's like, I'm kind of interested in that. Shit. So okay. we'll see what else. Like, I don't know how many backgrounds I can choose. Once I see the backgrounds, maybe I'll choose something else. Maybe I'll decide to be a chef or whatever. But I'm I'm kind of like I'm open to be flexible on who my character is, but once I figure out who they are, I feel like I'm going to commit to it. Um, so I'm hyped. Uh, do you have any aspects of the game based off of what we have seen publicly? Are there any aspects that you are most excited for? Are you typically a uh, side quest guy? Are you just trying to sh- run and gun? Are you trying to be stealthy pickpocketing? Or are you like, uh, trying to do the base building like which or space fighting which which aspects are you most interested in right now i think i'm most interested in kind of like those you know boots on the ground missions um where you try to take that stealthy approach at first you know i feel like what's the way to describe it a video game uh like gameplay trailer type uh mm. game that's what i want to do where you, they get <laughs> okay. you in the like cyberpunk 2077 you're walking around with your gun you're crouch walking you're stealth and you take out three guys stealthily all of a sudden somebody comes around the corner oh shit bah, 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 bah. you know make it i want to make my gameplay feel like a movie in some okay. ways okay. where i'm going around you know just busting people up but yeah no, i think that's definitely you know the gunfights and the combat is something that i'm in, um looking forward to um and you know being able to like you know max out weapons uh uh, and I think the exploration aspect would also be cool because, like you said, side quests. I'm a side quest guy. I know. I know uh, Bethesda kind of they kind of do their things with side quests sometimes. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't care too much about main story. I have played. I've only played two completion: Fallout Three and Fallout Four. They were all right, you know, main story wise. Mm-hmm. But the side quest, I you know, had a pretty good time running around doing silly stuff. So, so this yeah. is this, this is what I'm kind of interested in. Like, obviously, the review embargo lifts uh, 8.31, August 31st, and then the game drops later that day. I'm curious if any of the reviews talk about how 
or advise on how to prioritize the main story because uh I haven't seen any spoilers, I haven't seen anything like that, but mm-hmm. in the trailer or in the deep dive, at the end of the deep dive, they show like you putting your hand out and like like you're doing some force the force or something like that or messing with the gravity or something. I'm curious if the main story unlocks like Fusro Da type abilities it has in the to. game. And if so, like when is that hat like so I'm I'm really trying to decide right now how much of the main story I want to invest in cuz I'm typically like hey the game starts I do the first main mission and as soon as they're like yeah you can just you have to walk you have to travel two planets to get to this next location. I'm stopping and I'm doing every fucking side mission I come across. Uh, <laughs> and that's usually how I get lost in the game and never end up finishing the main mission. But I'm wondering if this time, oh, maybe I should do a lot more of the main mission than I typically do just to see if I can unlock some of those more interesting abilities to get through the rest of the side missions with. So I don't know. I'm sure some reviews will hint at it or, or explain, but there's also like a new game plus mode, which they've never had. So obviously there's some benefit or they see some benefit to carrying over everything you have and playing it again. So I don't know. I had one question regarding um, something I saw about, uh, I think they, the official Starfield people put it out. Uh, but when I say Starfield people, uh, Bethesda put it out <laughs> about, uh, Compa- not companion uh, missions, but the, you know, like uh, how in Fallout they had like the Brotherhood of Steel and yeah. like, the organizations or whatever, how they yeah. all have like, you know, their individual like kind of like mission lines and how they yeah, like weren't. The factions. The factions. That's the word. Factions. And how in this game we're going to have factions again and they're not going to be connected or interwoven mm-hmm. in any way again because they say you can just like, you know, complete them on their own. What do you feel about that? Cause I know at first I was like, okay, that's cool. But then I saw like, we'll see how they, how that actually pans out. Cause I know that I saw an interview where it was like, Oh, in this mission, these people don't like these people. So like, if you join this group, you can infiltrate this other group and like, you know, operate as a, like a rogue agent type deal. So like based off of like, I think I heard, uh, I don't know, like it was Pete Hines or somebody like in an interview saying that you could do that. I'm interested in how that works. If it's completely separate and like, obviously these two factions interact, but like they, but somehow they don't at the same time, that'd be kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope there is some interaction, but typically in these types of games, I, I am always like in character. So like if I side with, these motherfuckers, the Starfleet Legion or the good guys or whatever, <laughs> and we're like, yo, fuck the black snakes or whatever, or I'll say white snakes. I don't want to, I don't want to be racially charged. <laughs> fuck the white snakes damn. or whatever. Like, um, then I'm kind of like, yeah, hey, bro, it's on site. Anytime I see these people, if I see your shit and you got the logo on, it's going down. I ain't joining y'all for the rest of the game, but we'll see. Maybe I'll do a little double cross action. Maybe that's that'll be a part of my CEO persona, or it's like, hey, they're offering me. X credits to, you know, turn on my folks might have to be done. The turn on the folks. Okay. Interesting. interesting. Um, but yeah, I think the game seems so deep and like a lot of people, a lot of reviewers I see who are actually playing the game are kind of just like, yeah, wait for the reviews because a lot of the information going out is like not exactly correct and, and whatnot. Mm. So 
I, I'm just going to trust in Bethesda. I'm just going to kind of not get too worried about uh, what I'm seeing, like all the kind of like worry and like, uh, I don't even, FUD, I guess it's called, on the internet. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to play the game. It is what it is. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. But um, I'm going to see on on the 31st what it, what it actually feels like. Excellent. So, I'll be there right right there with you. Let's go. We're gonna have the Starfield Discord pop and we're gonna be I'm gonna say, hey, I did this and that and or the other. Um and man, these games are always so hard to talk about because they're so big. Mm. It's like you don't want to do spoilers, but also there's so many things happening that you want to talk about. So we'll just have a have to find a way to talk about them because I'm I'm excited to like have another one of those games, kind of like the Elden Ring, the Tears of the Kingdom, where everybody's just playing through it at the same time and seeing completely different shit. So we should do, we should utilize threads where it's like, okay, because you know, if you Ooh. don't, if you're not a part of a thread, you don't get notified or anything by it yeah. until you like click yeah. into it. So if I say, all right, uh, there's a thread about Gleepo or yeah. something like that, and then only if you if you know about Gleepo, you join the Gleepo yeah, okay. thread. Okay. We'll think okay. about it. We'll work on it. All right. Maybe we'll set up a Gleepo thread. There it is. Uh, okay. We got about maybe less than 30 minutes left on this episode, maybe even less. So I want to end with the big one. Final, yeah. Fan- or Final Fantasy 16. I just recently beat it. You beat it a couple weeks ago, a month ago. Probably like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And this was one of the big ones. This was one of the ones going into the year that we knew was going to be big. Uh, and big it was all right so i want to <laughs> kind of talk about my thoughts i want to talk about your thoughts um and let's just start with this question all right let's just take the band-aid off the question everybody know, wants to know is this a game of the year contender final fantasy 16 a lot of hype a lot of praise when when initial reviews came out 88 or something on metacritic based off of our playthroughs i'll start with you is this a game of the year contender no this is not a game of the year contender you have got to be tripping if this is game of the year for you i'm gonna be out there a lot more like i mean it is a it's a game but there's a lot of other games out there let's almost say there's a lot of other games a lot of other games (laughs) yeah play that easy that's crazy all right so we got a hot take from uh, Arsen here dropping the bomb. Sure He's did. saying it's not a game of the year contender. Not even we'll in the conversation. To, not even in the conversation, he says. No. We'll get to your reasons why. Uh, and I'll just go ahead and I'll say I'm on the other side of the coin. All right. Is this a game of the year conversation? Man, this is all I got to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, this come on, man. This is y'all. I, I gotta say, the okay, before I get out of pocket, yeah, the game is good. I enjoyed the game. Uh, there are a lot of moments I enjoyed, but we we were taking things too far, right? People were taking things too far. Best Final Fantasy game of the year. Let's just cut all of that out and let's break it down right now. All right. We got to, we got to address the, the elephants in the room. Why are we talking bad about Final Fantasy 16? Brendan over here saying it's the best game he's ever played. I don't know if he actually said that, but I wouldn't be surprised. I could go check <laughs> the message. I'll probably, probably, I'm probably seeing he said it. He also likes Kingdom Hearts 3. So 
you know, I wouldn't put it past Oh, them. that's a good I game. Mean, all right, all right. Is it better than Final <laughs> Fantasy 16? Maybe we'll discuss that here, too. Um, let's talk about, before we get to the negative, I want to talk about the good. Because I do think there's a decent amount of good in this game. So, from your perspective, uh, what are the elements that shine to you? The elements that shine to me in Final Fantasy 16 have to be the uh, icons, the set pieces that we're, you know, we get to see. Honestly, even the set pieces that we get to explore, like uh, the open world, like from a visual standpoint, very beautiful, very, you know, like just breathtaking, honestly, in some places. Um, and I think the acting of all, all of the voice actors of the game uh, really do, you know, they put their foot into it. They really made mm-hmm. me feel the emotion and made me, I felt like I was watching like real cinema at times. Yeah. So those are, I think are the, the strongest points of final fantasy 16. I think they hit that pretty much with a, like, you know, with perfection, hit, hit it to perfection. Mm-hmm. To perfection. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I pretty much agree with you on, on all of that. I think how I best describe the positive moments in, uh, Final Fantasy 16 is like this is the ultimate popcorn video game. Like you know how they have popcorn mm-hmm. movies. We're talking Mission Impossible's or, or I don't know, Rush Hour. I don't know why the fuck I said Rush Hour, but Rush Hour <laughs> that is a just like, that is a popcorn just like movie. Dune or whatever, like big spectacle movies that you're like, dang, this is just hype. This is this is sick. Avengers Endgame, whatever you want to say, where you're out of your seat, being like, okay, okay. Um, I felt like Final Fantasy is probably the ultimate embodiment of that. Like the icon fights. I don't know if I've seen anything else in video games that are hype as some of the icon fights in this, uh, in this game. And you don't even have to wait long to get to some of the best ones. Like the beginning of the game that they show in the trailers a lot where Shiva versus Titan on that battlefield. That was one of my favorite scenes (laughs) in the game. And that's only like maybe two hours in like that shit is hype. Uh, and those cutscenes are sick. And then not only that, but you're getting like in-game interactive. They're essentially interactive cutscenes. The icon fights. UTEs. UTEs. There's not. There's a little bit of gameplay that you have with the icons, but it's pretty simplistic to be honest. Uh, uh, and I wish to be honest, I wish the icons had a little more. You had a little more freedom with how those fights went down. Like I wish you could use a bigger suite of abilities and, and kind of just mm-hmm. like demonstrate what you see in the trailer or in the cutscenes a little more in the actual gameplay. Um, whether that means controlling more icons or whatever you need to do, I felt like that would have been sick. That's neither here nor there. The big, the big moments are absolutely epic and it's just kind of like, dang, I can't believe I'm doing this, uh, type moments. And you get that pretty much throughout the whole game. Uh, and to couple that, I think to be honest, I'm not, Messing around. This might be top ten soundtracks in all of all time. Like of all time. I might okay. I might need to get some re-listens on in terms of like video game soundtracks, but this soundtrack had me hyped multiple, multiple times. And it wasn't like there's one recurring track, like the the boss battle music that you're like encountering pretty much throughout the whole game. I love that. That's one of my favorite uh soundtracks period but then there's just so many orchestral sick soundtracks during a lot of the fights and the hype moments that was like okay like they went off on this uh soundtrack so um i was super hyped uh and the soundtrack was i would say the soundtrack was like 
maybe 50% of the reason I was hyped during a lot of those cutscenes and fights and stuff. Cause it just kind of gave me that energy to, to get off my, get off my bum and stand up and go, <laughs> let's go. Type <laughs> e. So, um, anybody that has seen the trailers and like played the demo or whatever, and they, you were like, Oh man, yeah, this was hype. There are a lot of those moments. You're, you're, those moments don't stop at any point in the game. They're going to continue to sprinkle those throughout the game. And uh, I think that's the biggest sell. Like maybe the story, like the, the idea of like having this game of Thrones type, type story mixed with the fantasy element is probably the other big sell that I can think of. Maybe the gameplay, the action gameplay, but I think mostly it's those epic icon battles and cutscenes that people are probably tuning in for. Excellent. Now, the the negative. Let's get to it. What you want? You want to jump in? Yeah. What what's what's holding you back from this being a game of the year contender? Not even in the conversation. What what are your gripes? I think my gripes to be a game of the year, you gotta be a game first, brother. Oh, God. where's the game? Yeah. Like, I mean, I I mean, I, I hate to be so harsh. Because, you know, it was fun. It was, you know, it's fun gameplay, but there are a lot of hack and slash games out there. And I don't think that this game is one of the better ones in terms of mm-hmm. like, like it, it pretty much presents itself as like a hack and slash ARPG. You're going around, you're spamming, you know, your attack button, you're spamming dodge, you're spamming you know, a couple abilities here. But you don't get enough versatility, I think. You, you end up... uh with all these abilities that don't really mean too much. We've, you know, had a little bit of discussion about, uh, the triangle button, uh, sends out a, a magic blast, basically like a you know, small little magic blast. That's a waste of a button. In my opinion, you're sending <laughs> out like, that's just like a, like a little, yeah. like you're sneezing on somebody. What yeah. What is the point of even having that button there? Actually, I will say that when you charge it up, it did have a, a bit of a utility for uh, co- for combo purposes. But mm-hmm. why even have make me do that? Like, why make me hold down the button when I could just, you know, just have, anyways, I'm getting too yeah. in the weeds about <laughs> the triangle button. Uh, I think that gameplay wise, this game was lacking in some areas, um, which was honestly pretty surprising considering there are a lot. I feel like there are uh, enough other Square Enix um, action RPG games that they could have pulled from. Um, despite, I know how you feel about Kingdom Hearts, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3, King, I think the Kingdom Hearts series has a fantastic, um, you know, like action gameplay, um, system to it. Um, so many different spells you can utilize. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, kidding. I'm just kidding. You can't, you can't boo me for that. You know, like, <laughs> why are you booing me? I'm right. What was that? What's that? Uh, Hannibal Burris. Um, what I'm trying to think of another game. You know, obviously Final Fantasy VII Remake has a pretty good system as well. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what went wrong with Final Fantasy sixteen. Like, y'all, y'all have the blueprint. Why aren't y'all following it? Mm-hmm. So okay. that's where I think it, you know one of the the biggest gripes for me. I just wish that the gameplay was a little bit stronger. Um, I'll throw it to you because I'm sure you have. Uh, you'll bring up another point that I have as well. Yeah, uh, just to add on to that, yeah, 100%. The gameplay, although it wasn't my biggest issue, like, it was still an issue. Like, 100% what you said, where it's like, this just feels so reductive, right? Like, when we talk about mm-hmm. a game that Final Fantasy 16 came out, and, like, based on all the trailers, based on 
everything I saw leading up to it, I thought this game was basically going to push Final Fantasy R- RPGs into like the next generation, right? Across the board. And I thought Final Fantasy VII Remake already had done that for the PS4 generation. So I was like, oh shoot, we're already going to get like the next level in Final Fantasy 16. And Final Fantasy 16 gameplay just felt like a regression across the board. Like essentially you are just using these different icon abilities, which are cool, like cool looking, but then when they don't really do that much damage to the boss that you're fighting, you're kind of like, uh, okay. Like I wish I just had something stronger. There's a bunch of trinkets and stuff that are like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll give you 3% damage on this attack. It's like, bro, what the fuck? Like what every, uh, like almost every little ring or ability keychain or whatever, like was useless to me. It's like, oh yeah, I'll get mm-hmm. 10 points on my health. And I have like a thousand health points. Like what the fuck? That's nothing. <laughs> like why y'all even giving this to me? Like, so the combat just felt like, yo, nothing I can do in this game improves my character all i can do is play the game and maybe do those quest lines that have the pluses but nothing i do in this game makes me feel like i'm any stronger or i'm having any impact on my gameplay whatsoever like the only thing is doing the main story missions getting new icon powers and just having it look different or maybe having a super ability that does a little more stagger a little more damage x y z that's really the only thing like there's all these weapons in the game that you get from defeating bosses or doing like hunts and stuff like you, they look different, but you can't tell a noticeable difference in damage. Um, same with the armor. Like, I guess I'm being protected more, but there's no noticeable difference. Um, and you only get it for another like 20 minutes and then you get get it for like 21 and you get another weapon. And like that kind of extends to, basically all the other gameplay elements like the quest system the rpg system and like i will say when the game first came out i did not understand why people were arguing about whether this was an rpg or not i really i was like why does it matter like literally like just enjoy (laughs) the game but now i understand because the game definitely builds itself up to be an rpg but like like i said the whole theme is like nothing you do in this game affects your gameplay at all like you do all these side quests and you get like no reward you get like five gold and maybe <laughs> like no, no literally no experience like you'll do a quest and you'll get no fucking experience and basically no ability point so it's like okay i can't don't really get anything to upgrade my abilities uh i don't level up and also i probably would have just gotten more gold if i just did the main story mission so why am i doing this stuff like and like the crazy thing is, like, I play, I'm playing Sea of Stars right now. And, like, within the first hour, I walk and I find a chest. And I'm like, I find this thing in the chest. And it's like, oh, yeah. Like, if you block, like, you, rest- like, all the, like, whatever party member blocks successfully, they get an extra mana recovery. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is cool. Like, I immediately see value in equipping that. Final Fantasy never had, maybe, like, once or twice that I, I found, like, an amulet that was, like, It'll automatically charge your spells for you. Uh, mm-hmm. and like you'll use that. And really that was about it where I found something. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. I could use this. Everything else is just like, okay, cool. This gives me like <laughs> 2% extra damage on this random ability that I'm not even using. Cool. I guess. Sure. Um, sure. I'm getting this random crafting material, which I don't quite frankly know what I'm going to use this for. I just, 
have it in my inventory and I guess I use it when I try and buy a weapon. I don't know. Um, yeah. So like, I just felt like, I don't know why they added all these different RPG elements in there, these weapons, these items, the crafting, if there, there's no discernible difference to your character with or without those things. I don't, I don't, I didn't get it. Yeah. You, a huge, uh, flop from square in that regard. I feel like, they know how to make quests, or I you thought they knew how to make quests. quests I'm not I too mean, sure anymore. Yeah, I don't know. And it's one thing that I thought I would never say. You're not not this. You are correct, but that's not what I was going to say. Kingdom Hearts Three did do it better in terms oh, of the gameplay mechanics. No we got to get this right now. Go ahead and record it. Kingdom Hearts Three did it better, where. You know, you have your keyblades. Your keyblades all have different effects. They all give you different bonuses. They all have different special abilities when you equip them. Like you have all these different spells that you can choose from to equip and mix and match. And the spells actually do. I'm pretty sure the spells do type damage as well. Like you use a ice spell on a fire, like little enemy, and I think that does more damage than if you do a fire spell on a fire enemy. Or they have resist or something. Am I miss? I, I don't remember well enough. I'm going to be honest with you, but sure. We'll go with that. Let's, let's say it does. If not, that definitely happens in final fantasy where you can't use the same spell type on like, if they have like electric re- resistance or whatever, mm-hmm. like there's no spell resistances in, the, in this game. There's no like managing of types or anything. It's just like, all right, use all the icon abilities that do the most stagger uh all right now that they're staggered use all the icon abilities that do the most damage all mm-hmm. right now use your little fucking fireball that doesn't get upgraded at all throughout the game <laughs> uh just changes elements which doesn't matter it just looks different um and wait for the stuff to come off cool down and just do it all over again it's like it just felt like it almost felt like a game on rails that yes but it wasn't oddly enough um and that's fine if this game didn't have all the RP, if it didn't have like an open world randomly, if it didn't have all these crafting systems and stuff and side quests, I'd probably be more forgiving where it's like, sure, main mission, are there, the cutscenes are hype, the boss fights are hype, but sure, the main mission, if you really think about it, is just you being dropped in this random location, running for two minutes, all right, you're in this little arena, you fight a bunch of mobs. All right, run for two minutes. You're in this little arena, fight a bunch of mobs, fight a side boss, and then you get to the main boss. That's basically mm-hmm. all the entire game is. Um, and I would be more forgiving for that if there wasn't also the a bunch of an open world with a bunch of pointless mobs that don't give you valuable XP and stuff. Like when I tell you, I was in the main mission of the some of the final levels, like nearing the final levels, and I was just running past motherfuckers. Yeah, like, like yep. I was like, if you don't have a gate. If you don't have a gate stopping me, <laughs> I am gone, bro. I I am not fighting these people. I'm sorry. Just trying to get uh, to the get to point uh B. That's all you want to do. Yeah. Gotta get to point. I was really trying to get to point Z and finish this thing. Uh true. But yeah, like it's very very weird. It's a very weird game where it's like they've done this before. This is not new to them. That's not their first rodeo. Uh so why is the actual gameplay lacking so much i don't know i don't know I, your... like i mentioned i think it, it must be the b team that worked yeah. on this one must must be the b team who's your favorite character 
my favorite character. Um, this might be a. Well, no, I was gonna go be super cliche and say Clive the protagonist, but I think I might have to give it to uh, Gav. Gav, I thought was he was the homie. He was was like, dang, bro, he was was just right. He was just like, oh yeah, my my power. I run. I, I just run around. Yeah, I'm getting it. I'm getting the mix. I'm finding out every piece of information, and you gonna know the information. I was like, yeah. "What the heck? How is he still alive?" I'm, Gavin, I'm like, bro, what? What is his combat experience? Because he's like rocking. Like, I'm like, he was there rocking. Some with missions the boys. where I was like, you should not be here, bro. Like, you need to get back on the ship. There was one point where they're like, "Yeah, we'll take Gav." Uh, and then Jill, yeah, you'll stay behind. I was like, what? What? What are we talking about? What do you mean? Like, we need oh, her. Oh, uh, Like, there were nah, multiple moments where, Jill. like, man, this game is so fucking random at the end where there's multiple moments where, like, I'm like, all right, we have, we have enough people to do some major fucking damage here. And, like, they're like, all the strongest people are like, actually, we're going to stay behind, all right? Like, we're going to yeah. stay behind and we're going to take, I'm like, y'all can't get fucking some some peons to take care of this or like like can y'all come like we need y'all <laughs> like what is happening um but just so random my favorite character by the way sid mm-hmm. shout out sid oh sid of course Sid was the homie uh and yeah i think in terms of like persona and like just swagger and like how the character is written sid definitely probably up there as like my favorite um which brings me to another issue I have with the game. Mm-hmm. The the characters start to fall off really quick, in my opinion. I think okay. that like a lot of the best characters, Clive's dad, I thought was really good at the very beginning. Uh, Sid, I obviously like. Clive, I like. Um, and then, like, even, like, Benedicta... Um, uh, who's like uh, one of the first villains you get introduced to. I, I thought they were pretty, pretty cool. And like, they kind of set up the stage of like, Hey, this is the world. Like these are the characters that are in this world. And then you slowly start getting introduced to like the second tier of characters in the world <laughs> where it's like, also there are these people who are like running the <laughs> politics here. There are these bad guys who are really bad. And those people didn't have as much personality as I feel like the first wave of characters they introduced it so like we got to a point where and second of all i I explained to you this offline i didn't know what the fuck i didn't understand the reasoning behind half of these motherfuckers actions bro like uh basically in the context of like all right we got icons here uh, Mm -hmm. who are weapons of mass destruction the there's only eight out there in this entire land there's only eight Mm -hmm. and these motherfuckers don't even control like two to three of them. Like there, there's like a couple of them that are just rogue. First of all, if I knew that there were rogue icons running around, I would have been like, yeah, we got to do a treaty. We have to kill these motherfuckers immediately. They can destroy entire cities with ease. Like somebody should kill these people, but everybody's kind of hiding. Like, oh, bro. Well, they were in hiding. Uh, in hiding, bro. There, there's a point in the game where somebody's like, "Oh, I want to find these motherfuckers," and they find them pretty quick. <laughs> like, they find them pretty, pretty quickly. So if they wanted oh, yeah, them, they could find them, or you can like, you know, go them out or something. But I was like, they're kind of just like, yeah, you know, we know they're out there, but we got other things to worry about. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I, I guess. 
But the other thing is like there is like I'm not going to give any spoilers, but basically there are these giant crystals that are based in the game. The mother crystals, they like provide source and, and energy to the entire civilization of Valistia. And basically in the story, the, the crux of the story is, hey, there's something going on with these mother crystals. We need to like figure this out and we need to like resolve the situation. Now, basically, like we go to these mother crystals one by one. And essentially, this is the main resource of these civilizations. There's only like five of them. Once mm-hmm. again, eight icons. There's five mother crystals. All right. And each so like uh, each civilization or like house or whatever you want to call them controls one essentially um you go you mess around with one mother crystal and like that's you're messing around with like somebody's main power grid basically (laughs) and you're telling me there's only five of them you mess with one you mess with two no alarm bells ring like ain't no other country being like yo like maybe we should lock our power grid down maybe we should protect it maybe we should get these two rogue icons that are running around there's not really any deviation in the plot the plot is originally set up as hey we are this group and we want to have politics with this other group because we want their resources x y and z you as an outsider and like as the rogue party like does a shit ton of random events to like shake all of that up and basically all that amounts to is like either we're just gonna ignore it or this was a part of the plan the whole time those are the two options it's never kind of like oh we're gonna pivot to like like hey this is interfering more than the politics are yeah this is a problem we should do something never happens which is was super weird to me like in game of thrones like there's politics happening as soon as you start game of thrones right and you're like oh this is interesting they have their plans they're this dude's trying to make this dude king x y and z as soon as people discover there's fucking dragons running around in game of thrones they're like wait a second no we <laughs> gotta fucking figure out as soon as there's white walkers in game of thrones they're like wait a second okay like and you know there's the whole thing is like oh white walkers real they're not real we don't believe it but as soon as people realize they're real they're like oh okay yeah yeah we we gotta focus our attention here i i would figure the story and final fantasy 16 would do the same but it's kind of just like no they're they're pressing our borders like we got to focus they're pressing us we got to you know fight this these people off no no (laughs) difference continue our politics yeah i mean like and that's where i'll end my rant on like the story just not being as impactful as I wanted it to be. Like, I really did enjoy the politics and like the backstory they set up about, of like, Oh, this person doesn't like these people for this reason. They want this resource. I thought all of that was good, but it felt like, okay, this is the story and we have to stick to this because if we start changing things, everything will just fall apart. Um, how did you overall feel about the pot? Were you even invested in the politics in the beginning? Like, how did you feel about the overall story? I think I'm, you know, kind of on the exact same page as you. Uh, was really involved in the beginning. I was like, whoa, this is pretty interesting. I'm, you know, holding down the, the touchpad, following the little lore guides. Like, mm. okay, this is what's going on between these countries. These people have beef, blah, blah, blah. Even when you get to the point where you kind of get like a, uh, a scholar at your uh, home base who can give, you know, more information. Yeah. Um, she was clean. 
she I thought she was a really great character. Um, she even gave more context between some of the, you know, interpersonal relationships between individuals mm-hmm. and countries and whatnot. So I thought that was really cool. But then, like you said, nobody's made nobody's reacting to crazy nonsense happening in the world. <laughs> like if you if you told me <laughs> I would at least be concerned if you told me that uh Great Britain is now has sunk underwater. I'd be like, "Whoa, what the heck? That's crazy, bro!" Like, should we, like you'd be like, cons- "You'd be concerned. You'd be like, what? Why did this happen? What's going on? Blah blah blah." But you know, and especially the leadership would be very concerned as to why yeah. X Y Z happened. So I just don't know. I don't know why they uh, went this route of just making these people kind of very two uh, D, uh, not giving them personality at all. Really, yeah. It was just sur- surface level stuff. Everything yeah. like was a good idea in pra- in theory, and it was a good idea when you get originally pitched it in the game. But they don't really dive deep and like see a lot of they the don't ideas. Build. The racism thing, the whole bearish thing. That's the like racism. you get that for like the first four hours, eight hours, ten hours maybe of the game, and then it's just like, all right, we we just don't talk. We're we're not concerned about racism anymore. All right, we're not talking about the bearers and, and it's their not status real. And, like, yeah, we're not. Just we have other things to talk about. I'm like, you guys spent so much time like leading into this and maybe so you can like build up why the main characters have to be excited about their cause or whatever. But I'm like, I mean, it's just a revolution. Like y'all didn't have to lean that hard into the racism to convince me these people want a revolution. Poor people (laughs) want revolution. Like I'm, I don't need to be convinced that hard, but like, it's crazy that they kind of just like, we're like, all right, Racism's bad. Like people treat these people bad, and all right, now on to other things. <laughs> now let's no, talk about how this mind. person. Yeah, let's talk about this little love, love, uh, love relationship over here for for ten hours or whatever. Like I don't know, man. Um, overall, it's 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 an okay game, but it's way too long for that many elements of it to be surface level, in my opinion. So. But what are you giving it score wise? Seven, seven. So you're putting this seven. on the same on your, you know, your scale. Yeah. You're giving it the same thing as viewfinder. Personally, me, I'm not recommending this to anybody unless they are very excited about playing Final Fantasy, because I don't okay. see why you would want to sit through 40, 50 hours of like this type of gameplay slash RPG if you're not already excited about what the story has to offer. So, okay. I was also thinking seven. All right. Were you going to put viewfinder at eight? Yeah. I put viewfinder at eight. I That's crazy. Think viewf- I, w- I would recommend, you know, if I'm going by I, your scale yeah, and I'm, I'm recommending viewfinder to, to two people, but you know, this is my scale. The Arsene yeah. Lockpot scale. This is an eight out of 10. I don't even know what that really means. I just think it's a really solid game that I mean, people deserve I- to look at. I would say I'm I'm closer to giving Viewfinder an eight than I am Final Fantasy sixteen. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. People looked past the fucking gameplay like a bitch when I first saw these reviews. Nobody really mentioned this except Skill Up. Shout out Skill Up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even saw I re or I didn't reread. I read through uh, IGN's review. They basically were saying the exact same shit we're saying. And I was like, okay, interesting. <laughs> Nine out of 10. I was like, you have what? got to be, wait a minute. What are you <laughs> talking about, brother? Dude, we All played right. the same game. I know you played the same game because you said the exact same shit I said. 
So, I don't know. Interesting. Dang, I, I posted a comment in the skillet video. I was like, yeah, this game is pretty surface level. And the, somebody commented, oh, you probably no. just don't know how to juggle enemies in the combat. I'm like, what the frick are you talking about? Juggle they enemies. The, they want you to do the combo. They want you to learn how to do the hit the right <laughs> fucking combo. I was like, I don't even know how to, I don't even care about these fucking mobs I'm fighting. Like, I'm talking about the bot. Like, mobs are irrelevant in this game. I'm not, I'm not worried about them. I'm talking about, this fucking dragoon knight I have to fight for the fifth time, where he's yeah. just doing this little sky piercing attack. I can't juggle him. Yeah, you sure he's as immovable. hell cannot. Uh, they just they, they like the flashy <laughs> uh, DMC combat. Like I mean, it's like yeah. okay, sure, to each their own. But at the end of the day, that's not. It's not cutting it. Not cutting it. Not cutting it. And you know what? Twenty twenty three. It though. This recording, this recording is that's right. That's right. Past an hour. That's the review. I know people were waiting a long time to hear our thoughts. Well, there you go. Mostly negative, but there are it's, it's a great positive, great cutscenes, sure. great soundtrack, all that good stuff. So, uh, next week we're talking about Starfield, and I'll probably talk a little bit more about. Uh, we'll save the Sea of Stars final review until we've both had time to like wrap it up. But Starfield okay. next week. Uh, Starfield Stravaganza. If you've played Starfield and you want to get on the podcast to talk about it with us, reach out. Reach out. Jonathan, yeah. if you won't listen to this episode in time, reach out. All right. See so you guys. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I got to do the typical outro. Thank you for listening yeah, to Player Player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform, Choice Rest Five Stars on iTunes or Spotify or any podcast platform where you can actually rate us. If you want updates about future episodes or anything like that, uh, Join the Discord, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord. The link will be in the description. Uh, also, if you want to help us uh, you know, support hosting costs for the year, you can donate to our Kofi link in the description below. Um, also, who, who's that? Brink. Brink, this is your last Brink. warning. Uh, notify, uh, Acknowledge your shout out in the episode, uh, in the Discord, or your ban. You're put on, put on the ban list. Uh, goodbye. Everyone, thank you, uh, Aaron Miller, as always. Thank you, myself, the Hoop Man. He is a three. Uh, and thank you, Arsene, Arsene Lakpa on his, uh, Twitch and Instagram. Pax Arsenica. Wait, no. Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, Arsene Lakpa on Instagram. And with that, Starfield is upon us. Until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks. <laughs>